everyone. This is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Huber. Hello. Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. Brandon Jones. Hello. And in the other room, Ian Hink. Hi. Hey, ooh. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> Late night. I got this close-up mic so I can sound all sassy. You sound very sassy. Uh, it is the beginning of the podcast. Time to play Pro Strats Only, please. Jones. Don't cringe. I think I got a good one for you. Hi, allies. I'm almost through disc one of... Uh, <laughs> excuse me. I'm almost through disc one of Possum Punch 3, and I'm currently attempting to cross Otterville River. Should I try to sneak onto Rocky's Riverboat Cruise or just attempt to ford the river? Pro strats only, please. Asbo Zap. Uh, I, I don't know. I actually don't know this one. You really don't know? Believe it or not, I don't know. Are you like... No, I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I finally don't know. I have no idea. Blood, do you know what to do? I I got stuck at that point. I just went back to playing Smash Brothers. Whoa, Hubert, do you know what to do? I have no idea. Ian, do you know what to do? Say that. What's the name of the game? What is it? Possum Punch 3. Possum? I, I don't think I've ever even heard of that game. Whoa. I think I nailed it this week. I think you did, Kyle. Okay, according to IGN, uh, sneak onto Rocky's Riverboat Cruise. Cool. There, yeah. it, there it is. I think we finally crushed the segment. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Kyle. <laughs> Thank you. The comments have been so mean. Well, naturally. Yeah, I mean, they, their guides are very good. Isn't that what this podcast is anyway? <laughs> yeah, just checking IGN. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Welcome to IGN, reacting to IGN with Easy Allies. Uh, begin corrections music, please. Oh, okay. So we talked about Metro Exodus running on Unreal last week. They, obviously, it doesn't. It has uh, 4A has their own engine called 4A Engine. I think someone was just talking hypothetically in the comments. If it hypothetically was on Unreal Engine, it would get a reduced cost Got on it. the Unreal Game Store. It certainly does not, but we still believe that deal was sweetened. Oh, another correction, correction. Samus does have a weird fusion body at the end of Metroid oh. Fusion. I was right all along. And then these chumps show up in the comments like, nope, she's back to normal. Her colors are back to normal. Her fusion fusion, shoot, fusion suit is yellow and orange, but it's still like globby and weird. And it's not confirmed whether or not she has Metroid DNA still inside of her. I believe she does. It's up to debate. We did not deserve I that correction. I that game again. Yeah. I it since it came out, basically. Let's, let's do it. Um, the Atari 7800 was backwards compatible with the 2600, but not the 5200. Nice. Yeah. Atari, stop it. Exclusive. Um, <laughs> XDK stand, stood for Xbox Development Kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, Blood. That was in reference to uh, uh, the, the listing they had for GDC. Are you going to that? Are you going to see that one? Um, it was about... Microsoft going, sorry, Xbox Live going across other platforms. Oh, um, so they're, they're doing a panel on it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't set up my schedule yet. I booked my first appointment today, but I haven't. Are you allowed to say what you booked? Um, I don't know. Okay, let's play oh, it safe. Oh. We'll play it safe. We'll play I already know what it is. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a huge game, but it's an interesting game. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, uh, side games? Oh, we talked about Dragalia Lost. I said it bombed. Didn't bomb. Didn't bomb. Uh, it did below expectations. That's what I had seen. Um, but that's not a bomb. You can do below expectations and still be pretty successful. I played it. 
You played Dragalia Lost? For like 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Jones, thanks for giving it a shot, dude. Give us one more Give us one more take on it. It, uh, I think that's easily a game I, I could get obsessed with. My mm-hmm. mobile time is slim to nil right now, so I'm really focused on like, I think Star Wars and Twitter are like the only two apps I ever have text messages. Maybe they'd be on one mail. Yeah. Those four apps are like pretty much my mobile experience right now, but still on my phone and still something that I don't know if you need to be online. That's a big sell because Star Wars, you do have to. So like whenever I'm on a plane, if I'm oh, not connected yeah. to Wi-Fi, that's when I go back to Plants vs. Zombies or that my Futurama game or something like, oh, all my offline games. Futurama game. Game of Drones. <laughs> that's great. It's what is that? Match four, I think. But really? uh, very funny, actually. Very, it's uh, very, very self-aware as a dumb mobile game, kind of okay, like the cool. Family Guy or the Simpsons, like tapped out. Sure, it's very much like you know, give us money, we're shills, kind of like attitude oh. the whole time. Like, okay, it's fun. Uh, NHN didn't develop Terra; they were you know simply published it. Still, I think it's remarkable for a publisher to publish four MMOs in five years. That's still pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, and corrections music, please. Whew. Sorry. Uh, let me get this out of the way first. Up. You might be expecting, as somebody listening to this podcast on a Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday or Monday, that we'd be talking about the Nintendo Direct that happened Wednesday morning. All right, yeah. I got bad news. Uh, We record on Tuesday afternoons. Uh, We haven't seen that Nintendo Direct yet. There will be live reactions. There will be an early edition of Friend Code. Uh, so there will be there will be wow. enough talking about that uh, in between the distance of this week and next week's podcast. Kyle Bossman, that's yeah. a hard thing tomorrow for me to fit into my schedule. Sh- should I do it? Yeah, man. These I'm, are special. Uh, you know, and it, yeah. especially I the, saw that was like, well, I'm missing that. And then the more I think about it, it's like, oh, no, they're going to uh, if they if, if we get AC news on that. And yeah. I'm not there. It's like 35 minutes, they said, right? Yeah. Ugh. I think it's going to be pretty special, Jones. OK. Uh, of course, we're saying this in hindsight. Yeah. The people who are listening are laughing at one of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. coming to this place makes me very happy, so yeah, it'll work out. Uh, what is a benefit of, of recording on Tuesday afternoons is that we have the freshest access to the news about Activision firing 800 people. Woo! So many people. Uh, so we got to talk about this in a weird way. I don't want to talk about it for too long because obviously lots of corporations restructure and, you know... Fire and rehire and excuse me, let go. I should not use the word fire. Uh, they are different terms. I think if very you like, different terms. I got legally, it's it. a very. huge. After we thing. left uh, Defy, I got corrected all the time. Yeah, you know, when I when I would say get fired, people are like, you know, you weren't fired, you were let go. George Jetson gets fired. <laughs> he does something wrong. <laughs> okay, he gets fired. I don't have that clear <laughs> Jetson, of a memory. Of you're the let Jetsons. go. <laughs> Just like I, I would like it more like that. Just, yeah. Okay, uh, so, I, I mean, this just happened between uh, the recordings of our Tabletop Escapades episode and now. So I got to say, you know, I'm basically just going off of Kotaku's headlines and what's on Reset Era and just trying to collect these things together. But, so you hear Activision firing 800 people. That's the headline. That's the tweets. That's what gets spread around, right? But obviously we have to dig a little deeper than that. Um w- they had their earnings call today, and so these are tied together, obviously. Uh, Activision had their best quarter of all time. That just ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was still, despite that fact, beneath expectations. Uh, looking forward at 2019, they had to lower their expectations. Looking forward at what they have to release. Obviously, no Destiny this year. Uh, and so and to do that, they had to uh, let go. 
800 people? Uh, 8% what of their workforce was the way they put it. Yeah. Thank you. And so Kotaku did some math uh, that they had 9,600 employees in 2018. So, yeah, if you kind of subtract 8% of that. And they have. also said that it was mostly not development roles. It was mostly support roles. So, like, people that do, like, the Blizzard blogs and video production and things like that. So... Yeah, thanks. Very but I, likely people that we know. I want to go into a direct quote of that. Actually, uh, this is this was part of the earnings call, but obviously, they Activision doesn't put out you know the the uh, script of that. Um, so thank you to Twinfinite.net for uh, transcribing this. Um, uh, they're going to deprioritize initiatives that are not meeting expectations and reduce certain non-development and administrative related costs across the business. And so, right, as Blood just said, uh, most of those 800 people are not, I guess, developers. In fact, they said they're going to hire more people into the development of, uh, okay, this means uh, the cumulative number of developers working on Call of Duty, Candy Crush, Overwatch, Warcraft, Hearthstone, Diablo is going to increase 20%. So there's huge firing, 8%, uh, but in terms of developers, they're increasing uh, hirings 20%. So I do, I wonder, panel, when we have a headline like that, obviously it sucks to be let go. Obviously we care about any employee. What you believe uh, the effect of this will be? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, well, obviously, what Activision wants the effect to be is that they get another game or two out mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, continue working on, you know, whatever, like, Diablo spinoffs and stuff that they want to do. Yeah. It's, it sounds like they're not going to do a new IP soon, right? Right. Yeah. Sekiro is not mentioned in that list. <laughs> I don't know if Sekiro is going to be a huge tentpole for them. Obviously, they try stuff, and, and but it's very clear what where their money makers are. Hearthstone, even that's crazy to me. Still kicking, still kicking, oh, yeah. still making money. Apparently, People still cracking packs, and they want more money out of it. Yeah, I just I always have a hard time with uh, earnings calls and trying to analyze what how the stock changes afterward because I don't feel like it has an incredible impact on the things that we'll talk about for the rest of the year. You know, like I don't know. I don't know if Activision yesterday is too different from Activision tomorrow. Um, no job is unimportant, um, but I, I guess I really the the story is they're restructuring what they're focusing on and it's something we've been hearing for about a year is that they just want to make more games they want more games to come out faster and i think to facilitate that they had to go into non-development uh branches of of uh their business yeah i mean it just like it's hard because i know like a lot of these things are done for the sake of what the stock market and stuff is going to do right but it's really crappy to go out there and you know simultaneously say that hey we've had the best year in activision history and we're just gonna lay off a bunch of people mm -hmm. it was best year instead of best quarter it was like well i guess both right so uh yeah it doesn't make sense it doesn't connect to layman people who just read ign art headlines and talk about it on a podcast right uh so yeah it's always hard for me to like parse this out you know the meaning of it um but yeah, I don't know. It's worth bringing up, I guess. It, it, it's it's Activision's problem. They lost Destiny. Uh, Bobby Kotick apparently in the Q&A section of the earnings call uh, said that that was below expectations, which they had said publicly before even. Mm -hmm. um, 
So it sounds like they're happy to shed Destiny, but it seems like Activision has less and less to focus on every year, and that's just going to continue. Yeah, yeah it's like a tr there's just no story really around this. Like I, I kept like trying to drum up like other things that it reminds me of, and I have both of these. I apologize if they're not connected very well, but like uh, Epic focusing on Fortnite and letting go of Paragon. You know, like I don't I don't know if jobs were lost. You know, I'm sure a lot of people creatively were frustrated because they're like, okay, you know, I was actually way more excited about Paragon than I am about Fortnite. Maybe mm -hmm. they've grown to love it, but uh, and you know, the, the, the slow trickle away of the 3DS and more focusing on the Switch. You know, it's like, I don't know if people are going to change, you know, development, you know, goals for the next couple of years or, you know, technological goals or that they had more ideas about fun things they can do with the 3DS. Like, okay, now it's time to move on to these other consoles. Sucks for 3DS fans, sucks for Paragon fans, but at least you can see where we're going. And you can, we kind of thought it was in this direction. And all the things that you just said, Kyle, from my knowledge, were just stuff that Activision was saying, but it doesn't really frame a exciting or easily digestible narrative as far as where the company's going, you know? Right. And I think that's the thing mainly that's just like feels so weird yeah, today. It just kind of leaves this like empty feeling in my gut where it's just like, is this is this good? I mean, obviously these companies need to make money and it's like, but is there any kind of, as a consumer, as people who talk about games, is there any reason I should be excited today? <laughs> you know, beyond just no. like, we're gonna make more games. It's like, make more, what are the, you know, like, there's this new IPs, we have no idea. You know, it's like, like, why is Diablo on that list? Yeah, that right. feels so Especially weird. Especially yeah. weird BlizzCon, like, it's just a lot of weird things going on. This doesn't necessarily address that. And so uh, it's not only transparency, it's like transparency that actually frames a personal exciting narrative for the company. And that's like, just, you know, not there for me right now. Yeah, Huber? To, uh, let's get conspiracy theorist, because I know okay. you like to, Kyle. I do, I love you this. You love it. Give me a conspiracy theory. So I feel like Blizzard now has been kind of on the downhill. Uh, you look at BlizzCon with the Diablo announcement and the backlash. Yep. You look at World of Warcraft's dwindling numbers and they stopped reporting how many people are playing. Even after their new expansion last year? Yeah, I don't. They don't release the numbers of, of okay. players. Got you. Um, and then they they just canceled like Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, that was outright. a big deal. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they've been doing a lot of like it, it, this. To me, seems like damage control, and they need to pivot in in a completely different direction. Maybe with a new like is a new IP out of the question. I could see that honestly happening at this point. You know, but StarCraft Two is is not really anything anymore because it it you know wrapped up like there's obviously still a pro scene and and starcraft 2 is going on but i feel like a lot of these games are kind of stagnating so your your conspiracy theory is that there's a new a new ip coming a new ip or something like really shocking from them like a new starcraft or diablo 4 a lot sooner you, than later if well, you had behind door number one or door number two if door number one was a new ip door number two was a drastic reinvention of one of the franchises not only like style wise or mm -hmm. genre wise but like how financially it's structured, what, what do you want? You have to get one or the other. I really want them to do something with Warcraft. Whether mm -hmm. that is World of Warcraft 2, I know people are like, that's never gonna happen, like Warcraft's gonna go on for so long. Like, it's time, let's get a new World of Warcraft or a new Warcraft proper. I know we're getting reforged Warcraft 3, mm -hmm. the hype around that. So I don't- And the old, and the old servers, or the old uh, mm -hmm. uh, vanilla, classic. And classic right. vanilla, yeah, so. It's funny something, that, something new and, and shocking and crazy. I think we're going to see a lot of that second door that Jones just described. Yeah. Uh, the reformatting to make more money. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, this is perhaps too cynical, but whatever Diablo we're talking about here, I think will be designed around monetization. Mm -hmm. Of course. 
and you know gameplay second almost you know like i i think like that's going to be the target of that game it was just such a weird way but like it's just i think when we talk about games on this level when we talk about corporations needing to make money off of video games this is the level it gets to it's not just indie developers making their games with their hearts it's so weird though that these games end up being fun Right. Right. It's like imagine like if we all were like excited to give BP oil our money. It's like, oh yeah, I love filling up the tank. But we do. We love video games. And and it's just it's you know, Call of Duty's not bad. Right? <laughs> it's it's fun to play. And and so it's just it's the weirdest think about Spider Man. You know, like Spider-Man sparks joy for me. Like thinking about just this year he had, and like how how true to that character, how fun it must have been for them to think up their own versions of all of those characters. Like how what a great job Yuri did. Like there's just so much happiness. We just got the Fantastic Four costumes. Like there's just so much about that. You're just like, yay! You're like I'm so proud of the work that Insomniac did. It's so exciting that they got this IP to just really do what they want. Do you know how many deals had to go down for that to happen? Do you know how many like people in suits that don't play video games at all had to like meet and meet and meet to go through all of jump through all those hoops and everything? And all that needs to happen to to bring you that joy, like to make to give these people, you know, to build this playground for them to, you know, swing on. Yeah. But uh the movie costume for man. some reason, but for some reason, it's just there's a way to do it where you have the suits to make the deals, but then on the, the you know the front facing side of that, the developer side, the community side, it's fun. It's fun, fun to be around. Yeah. And this is not fun. Like this Bl- Activision thing is not fun for Blizzard fans. You know? Blizzard used to give me that feeling annually. There was always something coming right. out of Blizzard, mm-hmm. and like when Overwatch came out, a new IP. Whoa, Hearthstone was like this cool new thing when it came out. Like wrapping up uh, StarCraft and and new World of Warcraft expansions. Yeah, they had good momentum for a they while. Have, yeah. It's, it's yeah. weird I to look at like, it in hindsight. Yeah, but yeah. they yeah. had a lot of momentum. And now in the last couple of years, it's just been stale because a lot of these games have been out for so long, you know? The, like World of Warcraft and Diablo 3 and StarCraft 2, these are old video games. Classic Blizzard might be completely unsustainable. Like it is mm-hmm. a dream. It's like a theme park. It's a dream come true to have this company that's so faithful to each of their franchises. And every time a new one comes out, it's just better than the last. <laughs> and like, yeah, there, there definitely was like a dream era. And if it's unsustainable, that's fine. But again, like, figure out a way to communicate your future for Blizzard. That but sounds it's, exciting. It's you know, not unsustainable. It exciting. was the biggest year in Activision yeah. history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's for that's by whatever what's crazy. Again, it's, it's a bad narrative, yeah. you know. It's yeah. like yeah. that they're they're strictly going by the books to try to explain this to your audience, and it's like your audience cannot see your books, doesn't frankly care about your books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they care about the next Warcraft, they care mm-hmm. about what's going on with Diablo right now, they care about is this the last Starcraft game I'll ever play in my life? You know, like that's what they care yeah. about, and they're willing to let those things go, like Metroid Prime. You know, like if I have to, just let me know what you're doing. You know, and just being like, we want to make more games. It's like. <laughs> yeah. More mobile games? What does that mean? <laughs> it's tough, man. And it's funny. I, I see. Go ahead. Sorry. And to, to let like 800 people go. Uh-huh. Granted, it, like, you know, that number is way bigger when you factor in how many people that affects each person losing their job, you know, whether they have families and friends and stuff. So just so many people affected by this. Yeah. Like, tell us why. Tell us more. Why well, they uh-huh. did. Kind of. It feels very like... PR ambiguous. Yeah, we're gonna make more games. Like, give us a little more. Like, these people's lives have been hugely affected. You want to know what went wrong? Why they're under expectations? Yeah, like, don't be so vague with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not too. I mean, like, I think they're as a business. 
at what from what investors want to hear, they are being as open as they would, would be expected to be. Yeah, Huber, going through you know the Viacom to Defy layoffs and then Defy to Easy Allies layoffs, being internally you know as close to the flame as I was, like it was apparent to me both times, like you, it's just not in any business. It's not the way you do it. You yeah. cut so fast and just boom, the bomb drops and then you move on. You don't talk about it. Like that sucks, but yeah, yeah. that just seems universal. Yeah, yeah. it's not whether entertainment or. Otherwise, yeah, generally don't like talking about it. But hey, it seemed like a big. It was a headline. Like we have Capcom earnings that are great news, but like we don't really talk about them on the podcast generally because I don't know how it translates, and I don't know how interesting it is. But I think the firings became a headline today, and I wanted to put them in context. Yeah, I mean, I think as much as it sucks to talk about, and as Mm -hmm. much as people don't want attention to be put on them for losing their jobs, like today's their day. You know what I mean? Like this is the day that companies should be like we're hiring you know like people should and people you know, are, yeah. support yeah. them and talk yeah. about them and be like i you know i'm not in your position maybe i've never been in your position but like i'm sympathetic to it that sucks i love blizzard you know i love the games i still support all of you including people that stuck around stick around sucks for them too because it's just like it's like surviving a plane crash you're just like why me mm-hmm. why am i why am i still around and you know i'm not my friends gone and yeah should we talk so, about CEO salaries, or is that like a third level of being That's a whole irrelevant? different conversation. Yeah. I'm not prepared for that conversation. Okay. <laughs> Great. All right. Ill equipped. Hogue will have an hour and a half episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to podcasts after. <laughs> I don't know who I just saw. Some CEO made like $46 million or something. I was like, what the hell? But I don't think, the thing is, Hubert, I don't think any CEO makes $43. Do you know what I mean? Like you have a lot of in stock and tied up in those mm-hmm. things. And you're not just depositing. And that's 46. something they said too that like they actually, you know, laid out like what kind of severance package everyone's going to get. And it okay. sounded pretty good, you know. It's it sounds like people are gonna be taken care of at least. So okay. that I think that is like Which yeah, again a positive. Is more than you need to do. Just you know, judge by Very you know, cool. those sure. guidelines of just I like, didn't know that, but that's good. Yeah. I the analogy I think is just like um like in football. Maybe baseball too. Uh, just a value of a player rises dramatically each time a new person gets a new contract, and I think that's just how CEOs work. Like a CEO's value just rises based off of what that last guy got paid, mm-hmm. and so it's just that kind sure. of thing where it's just like if you want somebody who's good at this job, you have to pay a ridiculous amount of money, and that's just how the stupid it just world keeps works. escalating. Yeah. 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 Oof. That said, good luck to Antonio Brown pulling for you. Let's talk more about CEOs. That's fun, right? Just real okay. quick, real quick, Sony Interactive Entertainment has a new oh, yeah. CEO. Uh, it's Jim Ryan, who was previously president of Sony Interactive Entertainment of uh, Europe. Uh, so he's been promoted to that position. That position, we had John Codera move into that position. I feel like it was just last year. It was extremely recently. Uh, John Codera will now be moved down uh, let's just say move down. Uh, to me, it's definitely a, a, it's a down. Um, will be responsible for, uh, uh, let me get that title. You're, he's going to be deputy, deputy president of Interactive Entertainment, but will be uh, leading the, so, okay, let me just get his words here. This is what John Codera said in the press release. I will continue to support Jim by contributing to further strengthening user engagement and to the overall growth of the PlayStation business. I also aim to leverage my experience and accumulated expertise to contribute to strengthening the Sony Group's DX digital transformation strategy. And so basically what Sony said in their press release in promoting Jim Ryan and demoting uh, Codera, the person who previously had that position... um, 
They want Codera to focus on PSN. PSN is a huge part of their business. It's a hugely profitable part of their business. Uh, uh, gaming and network is uh, the most profitable arm of Sony currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won't. It hasn't always been. You know, it may, might not always be. But they're investing heavily into this, and and they want Codera to head that part of it. Um, and then apparently Sony as a whole. Sony wants to learn from PSN. Like, what is PSN doing so right? And then move that onto other Sony products. And then, you know, mm-hmm. they they have Columbia. They make movies, too. So it's like they have Crackle. So, yeah, I, there is a lot, I think, for Sony to learn from PSN. And I think that's part of what this is about. Um, it's hard for me, again, to extrapolate headlines, certainties out of this. But that's what happened this week. Man, I, I hope that's not, <laughs> like, I hope that's not their takeaway that, Oh, PSN is perfect and great and awesome because it's our most profitable thing. It's like, it's slow and clunky and bad. <laughs> Don't start modeling other things after it. Fix it. And then, you know, yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> it's like successful because it's the only option. I feel like people overlook that kind of thing. R- yes. Right. Yeah. And it's better than Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Not even anymore, really. <laughs> It probably still is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the Switch store? <laughs> it's like on par with the Switch store, maybe. You it's need slower. a mobile app to talk to people on Switch. What are you <laughs> talking about? Yeah. yeah, I never do that, so it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Oh, uh, but uh, I'm curious what the, you know, probably the unspoken narrative about this is. Because, you know, one of the things that happens, you know, when somebody gets promoted, you know, and, and, and if that affects different people different ways, right? And so sometimes... When somebody gets promoted, they just find out that, like, a lot of the work of this new job is not what they want to do. Sure. You know, and at some point, you know, maybe he just looked at this and, like, this isn't really what I want to focus on. This isn't where my strengths are. I'd rather do something else. And, like, this guy over here, I think, you know, would be a better fit for this position. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I can hone in, you know, I'm making this other thing better. Yeah. We don't know a lot about Jim Ryan. I've seen him do yeah. f- many press conferences. Uh, uh, Gamescom. He'll he'll be the guy who does those. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know what'll change. Right? I have no idea what impact Jim Ryan will have on Sony Interactive Entertainment. Yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell. Is that all? I don't know. Will time tell? Can we say know. that was a Jim Ryan move? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe dude. not. Maybe yeah, nothing. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a it's a weird story to try to tell, and but you know these are headlines. These are things that are worth bringing up. Yeah, this is this week in video games. Absolutely, minus the Nintendo Direct. He sounds like a character. His name is like a, a character Tom Cruise would play. Codera, right. Jack no. Ryan. No, oh Jim, Jim Ryan. Ryan. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because Jack it sounds Reacher. like Jack Ryan. Reacher. Yeah, well, Jack, Jack Reacher. Reacher. And then there's there is Ryan. He's, He's the clear and present danger Jack guy. And I don't know. They're all the same guy. I feel like Tom Cruise is a Jack and Chris Pine is a Jim. I can see Chris Pine being Jim Ryan. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, he's, yeah, he's, Star he's Trek. Jim That's where you Kirk, Jim. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> this is too much for me. Uh, <laughs> That's what the segment needed, though. You yes. know, just to, <laughs> there's your button, Kyle. So, the great button. Uh, so, like, I knew those were probably going to be my two headlines last night as I'm putting this podcast together. And I said, I need something evergreen. I need to, like, talk about something that will still be interesting a week later. We get a lot of people watch this podcast Sunday and Monday. I want to give you something that's not old news, old crusties. What do we got? So, Hubert, I was thinking about Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. Dude. All right. It's already out. Yeah. 
And I want to have like a brief conversation about Kingdom Hearts 3, not spoilers, but yeah. what it what it is, what it means, what it, what its place in this broader video game realm is mm-hmm. because I think it's unique. It's got something. I want to talk about it like with Jones who doesn't care about it. I want to talk about it with Bloodworth who doesn't care about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> These two people don't care about Kingdom Hearts 3 for a reason. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my way into this, uh, Vince Sampella wrote an update to everybody about uh, Apex Legends, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. as of Monday night, more than 25 million players have jumped into the game. And over the weekend, we had well over 2 million concurrent players wow. at our peak. Like I said, what a week. Vince Sampella, you earned it. You can talk like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and I actually really like that, you know, president of this, of... Uh, uh, Respawn? Respawn is writing these messages. Might as well uh, cancel yeah. Jedi Fallen Order. Apex Legends oh is gosh. the future. Disney will talk about how happy they are about it, too. Uh, uh, Fallen Order is the future of storytelling, dude. They're going to hit us on both angles. It's going to be epic. Uh, and whatever that weird other Titanfall game coming out this year is going to be. Um... So, uh, to give us perspective on that, Resident Evil 2, a, a week after launching, said, hey, 3 million. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, a week after, hey, 5 million. And then I look at Vince Ampella, and I'm like, you're not even close, buds. Yeah. Right. Obviously, those are two $60 games, right? The, yeah. the, 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 but, like, it's hard for me to tell how popular they are. It's hard for me to tell if those are grants. It's not hard. Kingdom Hearts 3, 5 mil, shipping, sure. That's a huge success in my yeah. book. Yeah. Yeah. It's big. It's big. This fast? That's that's big numbers. Okay. So I have three. It's not like Mario Kart or Battle Royale numbers, but in the video game landscape, that is huge. I think so. I truly, truly think so. Uh, So I have three questions for the panel. I want to get through these three questions. Number one is Kingdom Hearts 3 cool? (laughs) Is that, is it cool? There's a lot of things that are cool. It's, like, yeah. cool. it's cool to love Kingdom Hearts. It's cool to hate Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Tell me, Jones. It's cool to be confused by Kingdom Hearts. It's cool to understand you know Kingdom what? Hearts. It is like, cool to be confused. If you write a tweet, I'm confused. You yeah. just, just have yourself 100 likes at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it? But I, I, yeah. I, I truly wonder if it's cool or not. Uh, the art's cool. You know, like the, yeah, the designs are cool. There's so many different things you can do with all of those characters and any, all sorts of crazy situations. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, it's a very market, easily marketable franchise. I feel like you're I think being that's nice. why it was like the idea. Jones, I feel like you you're know, being nice like, right now. How much can we market? And they, and they brought in a whole third element I wasn't even expecting, which is, and that's the thing that ultimately always leaves my head scratching. Where they're like, so let me get this straight. We have the entirety of the Disneyland library and all of the Final Fantasy franchise. We're going to need some more characters. You know, it's like, <laughs> like that's what amazes me that like at the end of the day, people yeah. aren't. I mean, just from the outside looking in, like that's people, what I want. Yes. people aren't signing up to Kingdom Hearts three to be like, I want to know, you know, what you know, uh, Goofy has to say about the situation, or just like I'm really concerned, you know, how Squall is going to fit into this. Like it's Sora, it's Xehanort, it's you know, it's these central characters. Mm. Um, I want to see how their story is going to end. Yes, and that's crazy considering it was a you know an idea that originally was pure marketing gold. Jones, I heard all the words you just said, but I still get the feeling you don't think this game is cool. It's not for me. I mean, it, it why just, not? I mean, that <laughs> is it the character designs? Is it the like? Uh, no, the it's premise? just it's a weird. It's it, to me, it's like I, I'm I'm strange in a lot of ways when it comes to like tone and 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 like messaging and and like the. The purpose is a bad word for it, but just kind of like what a game is trying to achieve. And there's so many things that people naturally would think. It's, I grew up with, you know, just infatuated, still am with Disneyland. I was there this past weekend. Like, I love Disney so much, and I love being around Disney things. And people are like, well, why aren't you into this? And it's just this weird 
kind of like I'm, I'm there for the Disney Jones, stuff. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I have to take this. It's Gordo. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, Gordo. Oh. What's it called? That is better. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right, thanks. Listen, see you later. Uh, continue your thought, Jones? What did, you you what, were talking about whether you think it's cool or not? That seems somber. What did Gordo have to say? Oh, uh, Netflix just greenlit their own video game advice show. What's it called? Pro Strats Only Por Favor. Oh. Uh, that is better. Yeah. Oh. So uh, Gordo says we got to cancel Pro Strats Only. Please. I mean, yeah, obviously. It sucks because like, we just got I'm it sorry, right. Kyle. Yeah, yeah. It sucks because, Jones, we just got I know. there. I thought you'd be mad at it me took, like, for no. like the next 10 weeks. It, yeah, it took us like a month and a half to get there, but Duh. we did it. I only got to do like two or three. I know. Better than the opposite, though. Better, you know, it's good that we ended on a on, a, on an upswing. You're you know, right. On a You're positive right. note. Because now people will miss it. Right. So, yeah, I guess like by next week, I gotta come up with a new segment. So You're good at that. I believe in you. <sighs> You're the segment master. It's gonna... Easy. There's... <laughs> Segment master. Yeah, <laughs> I love Thank all you. Every segment you've ever done, Kyle. Yes. I like. Sometimes it's we like have an to anime character. Yeah. He's got segments in his coat. Yes. <laughs> Pressure only, please. <laughs> worst comes to worst, we could just make a segment of making segments. Mm-hmm. You know. You know what? I'll take it. <laughs> Such a easy podcast. Time yes. to make a segment. Ah. <laughs> uh, Okay, Jones, you're like you're like a bunny, okay? Each game in front of you is a carrot. Go. I was just like Kyle, you know what's crazy huh. is that my maybe it's just my personal Twitter feed, because that's my like perception of what's going on. Yeah. But the way my Twitter was going with Resident Evil 2 made it seem like the entire industry stopped to play Resident Evil 2. Yes, I think you're on a good point Not here. getting that with Kingdom Hearts 3, yeah. but it sold almost double of Resident Evil. Yeah. Like, just, I see people yeah. playing Kingdom Hearts. Because too. I think one is cool, and I think the other isn't cool. Like, Resident Evil 2 was, every, for a yes. week, it was every single person talking about Resident Evil 2. Everyone. Yes. I think there's a spoiler quotient, though. <laughs> like, way more spoilers coming from Kingdom Hearts 3. True, yeah. true. I stopped myself with yeah. all, dude, everything. I didn't dude, want to tweet all, everything. Dude, you're all so of those... Right. Conversations happen in a back alley with people wearing fedoras, <laughs> so you know, right. extinguishing cigarettes. Mm -hmm. like, you got to the ending, you know, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. True. True, 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 true. Also, isn't that true. number shipped, not sold for Kingdom Hearts? So it could be the same. Shipped sold. for both, honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Um, very few do sold in. I think Sony sure, likes to sure. talk about sold in, yeah. and Nintendo has to. But yeah, um, sold through. Yeah. Sold through. Sold in is shipped. Um, Crazy to see the end of Kingdom Hearts, Game of Thrones, Star Wars. Star Wars and Avengers, Avengers, all in the same year. 2019, baby! <laughs> it Jones, is. If you think this is the end of Star Wars... Well, I knew the end the of that trilogy. Sure. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. arc. Also, yeah. also not the end of Marvel. Also, yeah. Not, yeah, not, right. also not the end of Game of Thrones. The by a yeah. <laughs> Or Kingdom Hearts. Isn't this just the end of the story? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean the end of an arc. You're right. The end of an era. We're seeing some good arcs. Yeah. We're getting to a yeah. bunch of uh, pots of gold at the ends of these rainbows. Do you hear that? Sounds like it's podcast halftime! The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of February. Hoglaw Business Law Firm, 
Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. And now, that good business lawyer has a new YouTube series. Like Help Us Out Hogue, Virtual Legality is all about Hogue discussing the news of the day in the law and business of video games. Kyle Bossman calls it well-researched and comprehensive, much unlike the Easy Allies podcast. Check out Virtual Legality at youtube.com slash H-O-E-G law. Mango. Children's Miracle Network. More than 10 million kids enter a children's hospital across North America every year. To provide the best care for kids, children's hospitals rely on donations and community support. Since 1983, Children's Miracle Network hospitals have helped fill those fundraising gaps by raising more than $5 billion, most of it $1 at a time. Its various fundraising partners and programs support the nonprofit's mission to save and improve the lives of as many children as possible. The link to donate is in the description. Sweet Justice a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. iKeyless.com is now Car Keys Express. Check them out at carkeysexpress.com slash store. They continue to offer replacement car keys for less than the dealership and remain proud sponsors of Easy Allies. Use coupon code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 10% off of your order. Beaten Down Brian. L. Thanis. D. Magnet, a VR puzzle adventure developed by Bitcake's Bitcake Studio. Use your magnetic-powered gloves to solve puzzles and make your way to the top of a mysterious underground cavern. De Magnet presents a variety of original magnetism mechanics that evolve as you find out more about what's happening around you. Coming later in 2019 to major VR platforms. Get more info at dmagnet.com or check out our Steam store page and add it to your wish list. And our mega sponsor! FantasyCritic.games. Fantasy Critic is a new site where video games meets fantasy football. Grab your friends, create a league, and face off as you predict what the year's top-rated video games will be. Just like fantasy football, you'll hold a draft and stock your roster with the hottest up-and-coming titles. At the end of the year, the player with the best lineup of games based on review scores courtesy of OpenCritic.com will be crowned the winner. Think you know what games will come out on top? Head to FantasyCritic.games now and play for free forever. Also, check out Twitter and subreddit to follow news about upcoming features. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Children's Miracle Network is also not our official sponsor, but someone chose to give them a shout-out with their sponsorship money of Easy Allies. Shout-out. Thank you to them. Shout-out. I have another question about Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm playing through this game. Again, I didn't, this get, is I didn't, a, get, to, I didn't get to finish my point. Oh, do you want to? It's just rudely interrupting. Tied into this one. This one will... Uh, Questions one and two are closely related, I'll say. All right. Okay. So we're having a spoiler-free conversation here. I, I, I really don't know where, where Kingdom Hearts 3 stands in the, in the, in the larger uh, realm of video games. Mm-hmm. Bloodworth, I'm going to make you handle this one. I'm playing this game, and I wonder myself, is this game dumb? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> is Kingdom Hearts 3 dumb? Are we that desperate for viewership of this podcast? <laughs> Jones, it's like a legitimate question. Okay. Dude. I'm All right. not willing to it's put not. a stake in the ground on it's that not. without having played the game. It's Come not. On. Because under everything, Kyle, is yeah. so much heart. It yeah. is so it works. Because much. it's so sincere, man. So sincere. Oh, yeah. yes. It is so sincere. All the, the storylines, dude, about like beating your inner darkness, mm-hmm. not giving up on your friends, just... 
It's epic. Ocean of emotion. Ocean of emotion. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. I love that. Jones, song. what was the point you wanted to make? About it being cool. They get some of the official voice actors and they don't get others. Yeah. It's stupid things like that. So it is dumb. That. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, they never really came up with a concrete reason why Final Fantasy and Disney specifically. You know, it's like, whereas I, I just, I, it seems it's like a missed opportunity. Final Fantasy anymore. There's not any Final Fantasy. It was you're in the you're making my case for me, blood. You know what I mean? It's just, it's stuff like that that I have dumb expectations. And when those aren't met, personally, mm-hmm. I opt out. I'm like, okay, that's not. That interesting to me. Do you want to kind of like a direct to DVD VHS, like Jungle Book Two? It's like, no, I'm fine. Like, just seems kind of like that. It's like, you yeah, but you love Disney. It's like, yeah, but this isn't the thing. But you don't want to explore Andy's room. You just don't want it. Uh, shoot, I don't want to enough. Okay. <laughs> In the with, fair answer, with that, fair yeah, answer. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you but want sure, it? it looks jolly as heck, and then, you know, I pl- I went to the preview demo at Judges Week and loved what I played. I had a great time. I did explore Andy's room, so there. Yeah. Yeah. Jones, do you want to know the nitty gritty about the voice actor stuff? Um, oh, I mean, there's all sorts of reasons why you can't get the original people. Dude, right. Some of those original people aren't alive anymore. You know, like yeah, yeah. there's. But a lot of them. So basically, they get first right of refusal, basically, with their contracts. So they ask everybody, hey, do you want to do this video game? And then you have the right to say yes or no to it. So they, do you think they asked Tim Allen and yeah. Tom Hanks? Tim Allen gets asked. And Tom Hanks. Yeah. And, and Tom, Tom Hanks says, probably give it to my no. bro. He's going to love this. That's true. His brother does all the uh, mm-hmm. toys and. I do. I do games. like relationships when they don't know people. Like I, remember, I know a guy who does John Rice Davies, all of his roles, like Gimli and uh, Sala from Indy. You know, like every time those pop up, they just they go get this guy. And like he's never met John Rice Davies, but John Rice Davies knows he exists. You know, he's like, oh, just give it to that guy. Like, <laughs> right. Just bring him in. Knows. I can't do this again. I'm busy Thursday. I'm like, all right. So I love that. Your doppel, your voice doppelganger, just following you around. Jones. You you have a run for that guy's money. No. The yeah. It's a whole no. I swear I just heard a Reese Davies at the table. <laughs> is it Reese Davies? Is not Rice Davies, right? Reese Davies. I think it's Reese. Ian, Sorry. we need a fact check. Uh, <laughs> figure that out, I guess. Wait, what is your guess though? I've always heard John Reese Davies. Reese Reese, okay. Like right, it's kind of rice. Jonathan Reese Myers. Rice is that? A rise. I always people? heard rise Myers. They're like boy. several people. What? Okay. Who's who? Am We're I all wrong. For? Yeah. What's the name I'm looking for? Jonathan. Reese yeah. Davies. That's how I think it is. Okay. Right. I heard you say Ian. Corrections music? I heard you say Rice. It's both, baby. It's like a super quantum superposition. Rice. All right. <laughs> Since that question was offensive, I have my last Kingdom Hearts three question. Okay. Is Kingdom Hearts three timeless? Did yes it, and no. Did it just come out? Will we be still be talking about it at the end of this month? At the end of this year? Two years from now, did this game have the impact that it should have had as a game that took so long to develop and, and uh, publish? You had me until that last question. I can't. It's the same with Bloodworth. I haven't played it. I haven't played the other ones. But Jones, certainly, Dream Drop Distance seems you like you can has spot a, a game that's going to be around. You can up. spot a game that we're going to be talking about for a while. You know when the game makes an impact. Yeah. Did Kingdom Hearts three in particular? This oh game, yeah, has it made an impact? Oh yeah, there's nothing like it. It's there's absolutely nothing at all like this franchise before or after ever. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy, crazy thing so, that happened. So even as you, who like you won't touch it, you're not going to play through this game. You I'm st- happy it came out. You're still saying these stoked things. Stoked it came out. Why? I can't believe it. You know, because it's happy. I'm happy that people 
There's nothing like, you know, when you say culmination, as much as you overuse that word, Huber, it's, it's it everything, is. man. Yeah. It it, and that's the same thing. Like, as much as I love Elizabeth Shue and Back to the Future 2 and 3, sucks for that first Jennifer. You know, there's like, there's always those hangups that just stick around for me where I'm like, ah, it's hard for me to totally get into, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, as, much as, as much as I love Prisoner of Azkaban, it's like, oh, new Dumbledore, damn. You know, like, so, it, like, there's just dumbest dumb things. I wish I could. I wish I could just see right through it and just move on. You know, it's like the, you know, the, uh, Never mind. That was a spoiler. I was almost spoiled oh, something, but I did. Nice job. Uh, because somebody was, I thought an actor was going to come back in a movie and they didn't. Oh, like, man. Oh. New Dumbledore but, is so funny to you me, know, John. It's like, nobody's fault. It's, you can't, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. But it's still, ah, it's still like, <laughs> I get hung up on it. Personally, just for me. Just yeah. for me. That was clearly it's one of my dumb yeah, hangups. Yeah. Man, that's funny. Uh, Bloodworth, is this game timeless? Uh, I have no idea. We have, we have an update from Ian. You have some time to think about it, Bloodworth, while we hear how to pronounce Jonathan Blank Davis's name. Davies. Davies, yeah. Uh, in English, it's Reese, uh, like fleece. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Welsh, there is no English equivalent. Yeah, there Welsh is go. great. Uh, <laughs> Welsh so is such a fun language. We can't pronounce it correctly, Reese, John apparently. Okay. Uh, Why, yeah. is he Welsh? I don't know, but the name is Welsh or... Um, South Wales, yeah, so Welsh. Race. There's, there's no English equivalent of I with a line through it. It's like... Or it might be pin, like... I think it's like Jonathan Davies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you, you can't make it with your mouth, but it's like, if you rub your wrist together the right way... <laughs> like a cricket? What? Yeah, the it's, like the old, it's like an old eldritch language. <laughs> you know, like, human beings cannot pronounce that. Yes. Uh, Bloodworth. Now you have time. You've had ample time to think of your answer. Is <laughs> Kingdom Hearts like 3 in, timeless? Is it timeless? Sure. Is Kingdom Hearts 1 timeless? No. What? Because oh. of tech. It's a okay. really janky game. It does not hold up. Even the HD versions of it? Even the HD versions. Is Kingdom Hearts 2 timeless? It's more timeless than 1, I suppose. The, the thing is, though, when... It's, such a, it's a hard question. You can't really say yes or no, because games are really dependent on technology... And again, Kingdom Hearts 1 doesn't really hold up in that sense. But when I think of Kingdom Hearts, I'm thinking about the story. I'm thinking yes. about all the connections I made, all the adventures we went on. Like, I'm thinking about all of that. I think it's simple and clean. Yeah. And to me personally, that is timeless. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Huber, I, I'm, I'm a little surprised in you that you, that you are uh, confident enough in current technology to think that Kingdom Hearts 3 won't look in 15 years the way Kingdom Hearts 1 looks now. Oh, I'm, well, yeah. I, it probably will, but again, I'm just thinking about the story, you know? Te- technology can only last for so long, like, yeah. depending on the game. Obviously, Mario is timeless because it's just perfect, you know, you're going mm. through. It's just a- Breath of the Wild's timeless. I think Breath of the Wild will leave an impact for many years to come. Mm. I think I think Kingdom Hearts 3, What one thing that it does that is cool is that it changes the artistic style depending on the world you're in, kind of yeah. a little bit to match the movies sure. which I think is cool it's a mm-hmm. cool way to do it so yeah. maybe it would because yeah artistic choices big choices are what keeps games looking good forever right that is 100% true um, Mario Odyssey mixes those up a lot too and I think it's always going to look good yeah it's just really the core of this conversation and, and why I wanted to spark it is I guess I'm afraid of this game coming and going I, yeah. I see that happen a lot, you know, just it's on Redbox and it's not on Redbox. Yeah. We just consume things so quickly. We chew them up, digest them, uh, uh, 
poop them. Uh, and then we're just, we move on. We on don't even next. look. We just lower that silver handle and never think about it again. Talking and about DLC already. What's yes. next on the list? What's Let's next? What's DLC. next? Yeah. And so a game that is an accomplishment like this, it just, it just, I, I want you to tell me that it's going to stick around. I want you to tell me that people will still feel this game and still play this game. Something that made me happy that I've talked about before, so I'll say yeah. it very briefly. I put off Legacy of the Void forever, the last little bit of uh, StarCraft II, mm -hmm. and Huber really liked it, scored it really heavily, and then it whew, just left my brain, and then it was like a year or two later, and I'm like, oh, I, I gotta finish that, and just actually made the time one weekend to finish it, and it resonated as much as it would have in that moment as it would have uh, if I'd played it at launch. I still was, I was crying. I was just like, ah, oh, it's so good, the story. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think it's still... And Kingdom Hearts is kind of about timelessness. As yeah. someone who hasn't played anything other than two or chains of memories, can, I love your perspective. Can on this guess, stuff. yeah. But like, there is a lot about doing scenes over and over again, being in, in these weird voids where it's hard to realize how much time is passing, or you know, seeing Sora age. You know, obviously is has its own resonance there. So, I would love to read Jones's script. For Kingdom Hearts. The movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think he would nail it. I think yeah. it would be like surprisingly accurate, surprisingly yeah. touching, and it's like, wow, this is really true to the source material. Oh, it's kind of You have a, a strange under for not playing any of them. Yeah. An incredible understanding. Uneasy Alliance, Kefka, and Malefic Maleficent Jones. Would you write that in there? Sure. Was did Kefka ever make an appearance in Kingdom Hearts? No, but no. like you can. But Maleficent did. She's huge. Yeah. She's a she's yeah. a big, especially well, the earlier ones, right? Like, yeah. have the big... reins, man. Go yeah. nuts. Yeah. Would you get Kefka in there? Because I know you love six. Yeah, I don't know if you'd like have dialogue, but like I definitely, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. too nervous about the voice actor. No, the biggest, the biggest one, the biggest one, if, if, I, if I had like my own free reign with Kingdom Hearts, I would create a context for why Final Fantasy, why Disney. Like there would be a moment where not only would you go to each of these worlds, you would, you'd see a, a kind of a, a fissure in the, the realm of reality to like maybe there would be a point where like you look into that world of Final Fantasy and see thousands of people and be like, who are all those people? You know, or it's like you can get a sense, oh, there's a reason that they, you know, you actually go to Disney worlds, but Final Fantasy characters just pop up in these brand new worlds. You know, I thought that was just kind of done in the service of the, the design of the game and not because like it means something. Yes. So I'd explore that a little bit more. Okay. Hey, he's got to lose a bet. We'll have him write it. No, Jones, no, that's Jones, a huge Jones has to write a 90-page script. No, no, no. Yes. Jones also has to just, say yes to that bet, yes. which will never like, happen. Maybe so. an outline? Just, a little, yeah, just an outline. Like a page, a couple pages. Yeah, page and a half outline. Yeah. Page and a half outline. <laughs> a treatment. Yeah. A treatment. Yes. Oh, boy. Wait, isn't it treatment? You read the script, and then you just, the, that's your summary of it? That's another kind of treatment, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah. A Hollywood. treatment is just the, like, summary of the events. And you can do a treatment before to pitch it after, whatever. Okay. Hollywood tips from Easy Eyes. Uh, it's now time for Love and Respect. Love and Respect. Jones, you want to be put on the spot one more time? Please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> normally, I like, don't quite take questions like this, but I thought, you know, this might be interesting to the broader audience of Easy Eyes Podcast. Hey, allies, question for Jones. Have you had voice training, or is it pure natural talent? Love and respect, Steve Miller. I think pure natural talent's like 10% of it, maybe. But yeah, I've, I've have done a ton of musical theater, mm -hmm. been on stage, had to project and speak to large audiences. So like when I talk like this, I'm actually pulling back, you know, like I can 
speak much louder and I'm used to speaking much louder and that was really difficult getting into film school and stuff. They were like, much less. You know, yeah. Less volume, less facial expression. I think it's I just, need to take that class. You're trends. doing way too much. Yeah, so you're, yeah, yeah. You, you don't, can't really regulate. It's also, uh, you, you also when you're in a, a chorus, you can hear the difference between your voice and their voice and so you're like, oh, wait, I'm louder than them. I gotta, you know, drop down. So mm -hmm. it's just like doing that. But I actually did take vocal training not for speech, but uh, for singing for like two years, I think. Yeah. And I took piano when I was earlier, so like I, you know, that also led into an, an understanding of not like note reading. I can't like give you a B flat, but like if I hear a tune, I can usually sing it pretty easily. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't like come up. Does, has that affected how good you are at reading reviews? No. Reading reviews was its own new skill that yeah. I was horrible at the first one I did and yeah. got better at from actually doing God it. God of War 1, check it out. Game trailers. God of, <laughs> the original God of War. Uh, yeah. Origins. Yeah. I did do a read for our Brothers in Arms, Origins. which technically was our first review, but it was scrapped because I was out of town. I would say it, like you, you're not as developed when you're reading those early reviews, but you still got confidence, man. And I bet that came from your theater experience. You sure. are you are oh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. doing this VO and you're yeah. like it, it's not the, your best work. Obviously, you developed it and you got good over the course of reviews, but you're not like nervous. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it too. I think that's yeah. like a lot. Also, how our shows work that we try to do as much setup beforehand so that when that like tonight, you know, we're going to be you know streaming Apex Legends and we want to get all the consoles figured out beforehand. So when the, we're actually on camera, we're not you know figuring anything out. Yeah, we're just having fun. But like that takes work before. And if you're not enjoying it during the process, then like people probably won't enjoy watching you do it. Cool. So it's tough to like enjoy something and not develop an ego at the same time. You know, not be like oh, I'm really great. You know, just like you no, I'm just really having great. fun. Well, you for anything, great. you know, it's like yeah. you're you're good at hosting a podcast, but you, just, you don't want to. Yep. <laughs> you don't think about that too much while you're yeah, doing it. Exactly. Uh, thanks, Jones. Thanks for humoring us. Uh, I won't ask you a personal question on the podcast for another while. Also, too, if yeah, if uh, if you've gotten a Brandon question in before and Kyle didn't pick it, one dollar Patreon.com, Cup of Jones, Cup of Jones. Every week, I take questions just like that. So, I can pay a dollar and ask you any question I want. I have yet to not read a question on Cup of Jones. I okay. Well, scares, don't push it. Scares me to say that. Yeah, yeah I, it's not a challenge. Don't make that the game. Yeah, just, don't be that person. I thought there's ones that you just kind of put a heart next to and move on. Uh, because I've either answered it before, or but there's not one that somebody wants to know like something personal about me, and I'm like, hey, hey, that's you know. Okay. I've, I, I read the question, but then say I'm not going to answer that part of it just for you know. Personal and the reasons. symbol's a heart. I like it. It's not an X, Jones. Yeah. Uh, let us play a follow-up game. Good day, allies. Back Good in 2016, day. fellow ally Doug submitted a game to love and respect called No More Sevens. With, this, with his permission, it's time once again. <laughs> Sevens no longer exist. It's up to you to decide if these famous swimmers in the pool of sevens float on by with an eight, <laughs> oh, standing the test of time, or sink with a six. <laughs> Lost into the abyss. I love wow. with, a, with, with permission. I missed yep. this one. And so the way this game works is we could all say make it an eight, right? We could all be really positive, love and respect. That's not right. That's not a game. So each of you gets three eights. Ooh. We have a long list Are here. You kept How many on the list? Um, it's a long list. It looks okay. like almost 20. Okay. Jeez. Yes. Mm. Three out of 20? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a good. It's a wow. good segment. I'm just going to be honest, gonna be honest dude. If I think us. it's an eight, I'm going to say an eight. You're going to burn all of them, though. And I'm then we're going to get at the end, and you will not be able to make that game an eight. Does Kyle get Kyle rules? I don't get one. Ian, do you want some eights? Yeah. All right, so Ian gets three eights. Okay, great. So okay. Eights? And eights. eights. Four eights. Why does that always happen? Too small pair. <laughs> Actually, I think 
if it is 20, if the list is 20 and we have uh, nine, that's too many. That's too many saves. No, that feels right. We'll, we'll go half and half. Well, because we we, we're not going to plan it out. Like, okay. Yeah. Four of us might all give eights to the same game. No, we're going. Can, you know, can we just all be on the same team and come to an agreement on a game by game? Uh, I don't think you'll be able to do that. I don't think you'll be able to agree which games to make eights. I agree with you guys all the time. All right. Do ready. we hear them all first? Or no, we go. No, we go, no, that's the whole thing. Wow. You got to oh, save okay, them. Because okay, okay. there's some good ones at the end, and you're like, oh, I should have saved my eights. Got to have fear. Ghost Recon Wildlands. Sink. Oh, no, I'll eight that. Okay. I have to. I played it way too much. I, I should have reviewed that, but we didn't. It's a quality game. We never scored that. Uh, that these, was my bad. These I, are, I should have signed up for that review. And that's I a quality title. Uh, these are open critic scores, by the way. So, like, uh, 72 was not j- j- our score. That's like, mm. I can't believe that's a 72, by the way. I thought Wild that Land's game was beloved. Two? Yeah. That is. That seems low. It is low. I'm pretty shocked. It's officially an eight now. I'm pretty shocked. <laughs> okay. It's, yeah. it's a good game. The Saboteur. Oh, baby. Eight. Oh. Love okay. it. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Love the saboteur. Quickly yeah. remind everybody what that is and why it deserves to be an eight. Saboteur is a World War II open world game about the French resistance, and the more you resist, the 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 more you progress, color gets brought back to the world. Mm. Just an awesome. Lots of stealth too, right? A lot of stealth. A lot of subterfuge. And, yep. Yeah. I'm in my backlog for sure. Is that Super. EA? It's like Pleasantville, yeah. the shooter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> super great. Awesome. I love that game. Yeah, EA is just trying stuff out. I like it. Uh, heavy Rain. No, 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 no. That's fine. No. Yeah, let it. Blood's I'd thinking be about it. Come on, Blood. Stroking the gun. <laughs> six, I guess. They've yeah. done so okay. much better since. They keep doing yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy yeah. Rain is now a six. Yeah. <laughs> Prototype two. Eight. Prototype two is amazing. Okay, you got my back. Yeah. I will. I'll have your back on an eight. Yep. Prototype if you two. Do an eight later. I'll save it for you. <laughs> Pure wow. open world fun and shenanigans. That yeah. game is awesome. Yeah. I also love. <laughs> this is not, this is not really a spoiler. I love when the character you play as in the first of a game yeah. becomes a like a side character yeah. or like another. It's rare. It's yeah. rare. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. when that stuff. That's a good use of that for yeah. sure. Prototype two is good. Yeah, that's okay. All right. And, Thanks, Huber. It it, uh, it builds on its its the first game. It's it's better. By the way, that one was a seventy seven, so it was a high seven mm-hmm. anyway. Okay. Need for Speed Pro Street. Ooh, this is not one that I got. Okay. Yeah, I don't know this. Yeah. What is go. it? Do you do you know Sounds what game like that was? One. It was uh, I want to say it was around the end of PS two, beginning of PS three era. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I wasn't I wasn't playing Need for Speed at that point. Pro so. Street. Pro, I've never even no. heard of this one. I, yeah. I've played like every Need for Speed. Sorry, bud, you're a six now. <laughs> Dead Rising. I think three. it has its fans, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Six. Let it go, Huber. Let three go. is a yeah. six. six. Let it go. <laughs> three is a six. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Should have probably yeah. already been a six. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We don't need to. We can just go on to the next game. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> to everybody keeping track, Ian still has three. Bloodworth still has three. Jones has two left. Huber has one. one eight left. I, that'd, be, that'd be great if Ian gave no eights. Yeah. <laughs> it's looking like I'd be proud of you, Ian. <laughs> Stay the course. Rayman Raving Rabbids. Eight. Oh! What? Bloodworth. Really? Immediate eight. This uh, one? A, dude, that game it's was a pretty good many game. a Thanksgiving. It's like, that was good. a fun game to have with, like, families and people that yeah. don't usually play games. Yeah. And wow. I think Rabbids has worked out at the end of the day. It has. I think it actually is, like, dare I say, a beloved part arm of Ubisoft. You know, like, yeah. their keeper's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, they can 
Stick around. Mario with Raving Rabbids really, I feel like, man, they survived of, that. They gained some status. They gained yeah. a lot of status. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't the kind of thing that, like, this is fun, but I mean, just because we like Mario, like, we're pretty funny in that case. You know, it's like, there's something there. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, and it's one of those things, too, where I think, like, yeah, the sequels kind of felt like this is getting done to death at points, mm-hmm. but I still think, like, the creativity and everything that went into that original game and just having fun with, okay, we've got the Wii, what do we do with it? Like, everything we can let's yeah. be weird let's yeah. go wild and they they picked the right sort of they invented those characters i guess to make a weird mini game game and that's why it worked yeah rayman is trying to escape from prison the whole time i kind of like that narrative but anyway <laughs> it's more about the rabbits uh lost planet oh the original mm. yeah probably a six I haven't it's been it so long while. it's got to be outdated it's yeah. got that's got to like, it probably feels very too. weird it's now a capcom play. third person shooter where you're in the snow yeah. and you like shoot globs off of basically a uh, starship hook. trooper bugs it's you take damage while. in the cold and... yeah okay i guess that's going to a six sorry uh, i right. feel bad about that one though yeah destiny <laughs> destiny one uh, yeah uh, uh, i mean uh <laughs> I'm surprised that we, we're, we're like is. halfway through the list, right? Yeah. I'll we have a lot left. Do it. Oh, I'll do it. You're giving that an eight? I'll do it. I know a lot of people that were extremely passionate about that game and had a lot of really great memories from that. And talking game. about timeless, that game did yeah. have an impact. Destiny oh. One had an impact. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, we're not I gonna forget about that. Easy yeah. to like <laughs> snark on Destiny, but yeah, yeah. That, that I'll do it. Feels Boy, am I gonna regret? I'm gonna hang on to that last one real tight. Yes. I gave it to you, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Far Cry Primal. No. Six. Six, Six oh. but Primal's cool. It's cool. Right. Wii Sports. Oh. oh. It's, it's average is 76. It is not an eight. It is a oh. swimming in Ooh. seven. Come on, Ian. Oh, but... Uh, Come on, man. Like, here's the thing. The legacy of Wii Sports is great, but it's not, a, like, a great game. Yeah, it, it totally is. is. Yes, it is. Fine, yes, it is. fine. I'll give it an eight. All right. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. We Sports gets an eight. I'll throw it the what it, in it the is, world. It is, it is pretty much a definition of a seven, though, because it's, there's some of those things that are great and that hold up, and then there are things that are like boxing. I'm like, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, boxing yeah. would be painful today. Yeah. Yeah. Boxing's never worked, though, really. <laughs> in motion. Yes. Because you're not hitting a thing. Yeah, you're like just that Creed game was yeah. like, oof, no. Yeah. Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands. Was that the PS3 360 one? Oh. Yes, but no. The um, Nolan North one? This is the one that was around the movie, right? Oh. Okay. It's not the cell shaded one? No. No, it's no, after no, no, no. It's okay. after that was just Prince of Persia, right? This one is yeah. 2010 okay. PS3 360. Where they like went back to the, oh, <laughs> to because, the old franchise for just Jake a second. Hall and they wanted to have a movie that kind of mm, looks yeah, like the yeah. game. Got it, got no, it. Game no. out of Nobody's hanging on to that one. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I, I just honestly missed it at that point. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I really like Missed it then, miss it now. Grid Autosport. <laughs> yeah, I give that an eight. I might have already given it an eight or higher. <laughs> Do you want to give that an eight? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Blood's down to I one eight left. Game. Mercenaries two, World in Flames. Oh, d- oh. I know, dude. <laughs> it's only gonna uh, get harder. I miss this franchise. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll let it go because I loved Mercenaries one so much, mm-hmm. and Mercenaries two was fine. It was prettier. Sure. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't like as addicted to it as I was Mercenaries one. And I think things like Just Cause, as many problems as I had with Just Cause four, have picked up that mantle and moved on with it, and it's fine. You okay. Know, do not play Mercenaries two. Play Just Cause three. <laughs> Got it. 
It's set. okay. Mercenaries two is a Fair six enough. now. Oh, that <laughs> feels bad. Mercenaries two feels old. It's not. It doesn't. That does not age well. That's what I like about this game. It's not like kill or live. It's like yeah. one becomes an eight and one yeah, becomes yeah. a six. Yeah. I really like this game. <laughs> I just know. I just know the end of that list is gonna be brutal. I'm just yeah. saving mine. Stuntman Ignition. <laughs> six. That's a sequel to Stuntman. Six. Was, yeah. Six. Sorry, bud. You're a six now. Quantum Break. Oh no! Huber <laughs> oh, no. bait. Did you oh, reorder no. these? No. Wow. I I'm love a- Quantum Break. I'm afraid to give my last eight to it though. I got you back, Huber. I'll- <laughs> Do you? Yeah. If it's like Resident Evil Revelations or something, I got you. Don't what worry. What Shadows of the Damned? I'm like saving my eight for Shadows of the Damned. <laughs> Can you just tell me if Shadows you know, of the Damned is on the list? I cannot tell you. I will not tell you what's left. I will not tell you what's left on the list. All right, someone better make sure Shadows of the Damned is an eight. I will give Quantum Break an eight. Okay. I love it. Huber is now out of eights. Yeah. Octodad, Deadliest Catch. Mm, that is a fun game, but I don't. Uh, somehow, I don't have enough on it. Somehow, it being a six makes it like be- better. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a six. Yeah. I can see it. It's like more of an eight as a six. <laughs> 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 Dying light. <laughs> Huber. <laughs> Two listeners, Huber is dismayed. Gosh. He is terribly vet. He's going to have to watch can't. Dying this Light hurts. become a six. Oh, man. There's that I can't, back. man. People's Dude. faces look weird in that game. Oh. The engine looks <laughs> weird. You didn't play the Enhanced Edition, Jones. You reviewed the original, and the Enhanced was way more improved. Admittedly, I have no context on that. Yeah. I'm I'm anticipating Dying Light 2. I'm, I'm excited what they're going to do with that in yeah. a new gen. But yeah, right. Mm, oh, no, that was this gen. That was why. That was why. I didn't think it looked good. Oh, yeah. the early, beginning of this gen, right? Yeah. yeah. It hurts. Evolve. No. That's a oh. three, baby. Sorry. Oh, three? Evolve. We're giving that one? All right. Yeah. Whoa, okay. We, yeah, again, it's just eight or six, man. We don't yeah, need yeah, that. Yeah. I don't yeah. think anybody's saving Evolve. Cause Cause do harm. Down. Batman Telltale Season 1. These hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. Nice. I'm out. I'm out. I'm nice. sorry. I'm nice. sorry. I had to. Good. I'm out. Good. That's, man, writing a Batman story I've never read before yep. or experienced before and yeah. enjoyed. Mm-hmm. You did it. Honestly, yeah. Good job. It's still, honestly, still a little glitchy. Hard, hard, to, hard to say go play it, you know, because you're going to be dealing with some crashes. Mm-hmm. Especially, too, because, like, they're not going to continue it. Yeah. That uh, uh, diner scene... Between Bruce and Selena was worth the whole thing. That yeah, was man. so great. Yeah. To be in charge of that, to specifically be Bruce and just stare at Selena and not respond. Yeah. And have her be like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was a, yeah. Tr- a treat. I really, really like that. Sparing, sparingly using the non answer in yeah. Telltale games is so satisfying. I do. More, I, I think, than any yeah. other Telltale game I played. Because I didn't know the, those characters as well. But mm-hmm. I like, and it's like, okay, I'm Batman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have, a, I got I have ideas about how <laughs> this is going to work out. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Zombie you. Oh, no. I mean. Hurts. Heavens no. Heavens no on Zombie you. Oh, no. Yeah, no. No, Hubert, don't know. I just played it recently. It Did holds you? up. Wait, when? What? When? when? it came out on PS4. You replayed it? Yeah. It was just called Zombie at that well, point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, want, do you want full disclosure? Full disclosure. Game-breaking bug in the last, like, 10%. Yeah, dude. Couldn't uh, finish. It's a good idea. Could not finish? <laughs> Couldn't finish the DNF? game. DNF? Very it's an eight, end of an the 8.0 game. idea, a game 6.0 bug. execution. Okay. You get a six for that. But it's awesome. I love that game. Knack 2. <laughs> Someone. Anyone. Uh, <laughs> we're going to let Knack 2 be a on. six. 
I never played it. Huh? We have to. We, you we did a full playthrough. I mean, I saw it, it played. Maybe I played it briefly, but Ian, I'm okay with it. Wow. Ian, please. The I, game I'm is over. Right with it. Oh, we made it. We're yep. out. Where? What is Shadows? Oh. Is that okay, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Shadows and Dam may have been last time. This is really funny. Uh, Can I like look at? So, it's love meta? and respect. German scientist gave this to us. Huber. He left a note in here. Yeah. Last time Huber sacrificed. Remember me. Thinking enslaved would be on the list. <laughs> <laughs> However, enslaved averages eighty on PS3, eighty-two yes. on 360. That's an eight. Enslaved is an eight. Um, Shadows of the Damned has a 76 right in the middle. So it's just nice that it did not land on this list. It was probably last time. Uh, yeah, Love and Respect German Scientist with Thanks to Doug. That was fun. That was fun. Um, this is pretty interesting. Yeah, we can do we can, we can do a substantial question here. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Allies, do you remember what phenomenon was taking over the video game news outlets five years ago? In February of 2014. No way. Phenomenon. Damiani would. 2014, not a great... He's a time traveler, man. That guy would know. Not a great year for video games. That was the Hearthstone slash Middle Earth Dragon Age That was the weird year. That was the weird year. Yep. Where everyone you hates Hearthstone Cody, but nobody has their own other It's so too. funny. Yeah. People keep like commenting, like, what is your deal? Just <laughs> 2014 is just... There's always there's got to be a low point, <laughs> you know. Every but February, year. beginning of 2014. I mean, that would have been the PlayStation meeting, right? Um, phenomenon. PlayStation meeting happened in 2013 to announce. Oh, 2013. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So 2014, we got would a phenomenon. Been a year happening. later. Yeah, a year later. Phenomenon to me, it means that everybody's talking about this. It means that this is something revolutionary. We haven't seen this before. Anything like this. This has got to be loot boxes or something. No, Twitch plays oh. Pokemon. Oh, nice. Oh. Yes. All right. Twitch plays Pokemon happened. Yeah. It's crazy to think how popular this stream was and how the ridiculous interactivity of the Twitch plays series expanded and evolved over the next year or so. Even some new video game releases around this time experimented with letting Twitch viewers affect a player's game with chat commands. But... Now, I'm pretty sure this functionality has been mostly abandoned, even though Twitch popularity has continued to grow over the past five years. I bring this up because last night I got into a discussion with my brother when he asked what Mixer was, <coughs> what Mixer was upon seeing it on the Xbox dashboard. When Mixer was announced, I remember it being legitimately excited because in some ways it was superior to Twitch, such as allowing a party to stream their co-op game together so viewers can switch between viewpoints, and not having the 30-second delay that Twitch has for more immediate reactions to chat. I must admit, though, that I've never used Mixer, and it continues to be a punchline because we can't help but laugh at another company awkwardly trying to take on the juggernaut that is Twitch. When a company has borderline 100% market share on a service or product, they tend to not innovate or improve. With Ustream abandoned and Mixer being the bing of video game streaming donations, destinations, excuse me, do you think the days of crazy experiments like Twitch Plays Pokemon are over if Twitch essentially has no competition? There is certainly lots of love, lots to love and appreciate about Twitch, but are there more improvements you'd like to see? Love and respect, Joe. I mean, from a user interface perspective, I would like to just put a, a video in a collection and just be able to bump it up to the top. Wait, what? When I, when I archive oh, videos, as yeah. not, on, not like, like I have to like drag a video up like one page at a time 
every time I add something to a collection. Oh my god! <laughs> Until yeah, I get it to the top of the list. When we must have five hundred pages. Is not great. <laughs> uh, well, no, I, I I cut off the collections at like a hundred. Got you. Videos, yeah. That's still brutal. Yeah. yeah. Um. I do think that the the delay isn't 30 seconds anymore, but at the time that was a huge thing about Mixer and yeah, and right. uh, better resolutions they were offering too. Um, yeah, do we think Twitch as the platform will continue to expand and try new? I think things? Twitch is. A, I think Twitch as a platform is going to keep expanding, but I think it's going to keep expanding in ways that we don't care about. They're targeting other uh, forms of entertainment outside of gaming mm-hmm. and moving into those kinds of things. They're talking about like co-streaming, um, like. Concerts and events and award shows. Yeah, yeah. They're neat. Yeah, I really want to see a way to be able to watch something together. I want to do an MCU marathon on Twitch with everyone, all watching. Jones wants us too. Yeah, Yeah. I want it really bad. Yeah, like let us. I crave it as the days get closer to Endgame. Like if a person owns the yeah. disc you should be able to no you should not you should no 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 it's a it's a twitch plays it it starts yeah. at a very specific time they yeah. announce they have some kind we're going to be playing that whole thing mm-hmm. yeah. it's only going to air once if you miss it sorry yeah, yeah. that's uh, kind of way you're doing do right, now, right. Yeah. and so i th- i think even if it's not in our wheelhouse i think you know you'll pop pop potentially see publishers seeing what other companies other media companies are doing and be like ooh not only is that a great idea it worked they already did the test let's get on that so whether twitch actually puts up the money to do something i wouldn't be surprised if bigger companies start realizing like let's let's go partner with twitch on some way to um you know, to expand our catalog. Yeah. Well, they, they've got Twitch uh, sings in the works, too. So yeah. They're, yeah. they're trying to do the, like, we have rights to some songs. You mm-hmm. can use them in your streams, and you can karaoke them on your streams, which is cool. I'm sure Twitch has a lot of ideas that they know they want to do, they have plans to do, and they have no idea when they're going to get to it. You because know? they're they're huge right now. They're just yeah. too darn big. Yeah. And they need to need to focus on, you know, people being able to watch it as quickly as possible. Um, I, I've, the thing about viewers affecting the game is, I think, something that has dropped off. And I think it's funny, yeah. that, like, great point. As Twitch was on the rise, as games became more streamable and more popular, that functionality dropped off and dropped off. I wonder why that is. I kind of think it's not as fun. I think that I don't, I don't know if there was ever a fun implementation of that idea, I guess. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because chat can just spam a thing. Yeah. They can just keep doing the thing over and over until it just doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's really yeah, difficult to figure out how to design that in a way with timers or cooldowns or whatever. That They're just making the game annoying for the person streaming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I loved uh, when I was playing like Final Fantasy XI, World of Warcraft, a lot. Huber, like my friends and I would talk about just MMO ideas all the time. Like, where's this industry going? We were convinced MMOs are going to be huge. It's going to keep growing and just be the biggest thing ever. And like that didn't happen. But it was anytime somebody would have an idea, we'd all be like, "Oh, that's genre breaking." No, people would abuse that. And we're like, "Yeah, you're right. Never mind." <laughs> it was just like, "Oh, it would be so much. We could have so much fun." But there's just going to be that one person. Give me an example of like, one oh. genre breaking idea. Uh, giving people freedom, like one classic Ultima thing, I think. I believe it was Ultima Online. You would physically, you couldn't walk through other players. Like, you, you're, you're, if you were loaded into someone else's game, you had a physical presence. Uh-huh. So people would just stand in doorways of houses and be oh. like, I can't get out. Yeah. Or like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's or funny. they would, um, I think there was, there was like, if you were in town, you were fine. But if you were like on someone's boat, it was like free reign. And so <laughs> the new players would go to the game and people would be like, come on my boat. We're going on a voyage. And like, oh, cool. And the player would get on the boat and it's like, I can't, I can't play this <gasps> game anymore. I'm stuck on this boat. And I can't, or like, <laughs> they would get on and then sail 50 yards out into the ocean and murder the dude and steal <laughs> everything from him. And like, yeah, it's just. Yeah. 
It's, my it's funny. It's like I, I like. Uh, oh, a great one is. Uh, and but like, I'm kudos to whoever figured this one out. But the old rogue early level vanishing ganking in WoW, where you stealth in an early area, and I can't kill you unless you attack me. I go into wolf form and start just kind of walking around like I'm a druid, and I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm an NPC wolf. And so like you early players just, oh, there's another wolf, walks up, hits it, and then it p- p- turns into like a level 60 player. They kill that person. Well, that's just awesome. Go back. It's, it's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure that person that got killed was very frustrated, yeah. but yeah, it, yeah. It's, cr- it's a creative way to mess up that game, but you're still messing up the game. Souls does that. You're right with the pots. You can become like yeah. a tree or yeah. a pot. Yeah, or a chair. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is cool. Uh, but that's he, as intended. You know, uh, that's right, yeah. Thing. You got an idea there? Uh, no, I just my friend in Dark Age of Camelot would like stand on a bridge and have people pay to cross, or he would just kill him. <laughs> Dark Age of Camelot? Yeah, Dayok. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, early MMOs. Yeah. That's an early MMO. So yeah. early. Does it look, does it look like RuneScape? Is it, th- it had like kind of EverQuesty? Oh, look? okay. Yeah. That's man. I mean, yeah. the main way to solve that kind of thing is just physics. Are the servers like still if up? you could run at a Dayok? guy and knock no. him over, then so, no. you, you're good. But like uh, there's, it says download and play now. Dayok? Nice. Crazy. Apparently. We got to stream it. Crazy. Uh, Most blood, MMOs don't oh. die. But Blood, let's say there's a really strong guy blocking a bridge, and you're a weak guy. Like, you're not going to get over that bridge. Physics physics in real life. Well, that's why World of Warcraft is so cool, because in those days, it was like, yo, I'm getting attacked. Need reinforcements. Mm-hmm. Send out the, the signal flare. You know, and then <laughs> people come over. Help and then, me, my dear. Yes. Um, Huge wars going down. Well, a cool impl- implementation back to the Twitch thing is yeah, like... Thanks. An MMO or something like this, but um, maybe in the Final Fantasy world. But instead of summons, you like summon your your followers, your Twitch chat, and then they can help you. But you have to like open that ability, you know. So like you you face the guy on the bridge, and then you cast summon Twitch chat, and then they like blast him with fireballs if so they awesome. if they type that or what, whatever emoji they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be sick. Yeah, be or. Yeah, if specific if specific people, even if it's random, randomly given out, have different powers, you know. Yeah. Uh, easily the best implementation I've seen is being able to uh, vote on jokes in Jackbox games. I was gonna say Jackbox. Yes, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a it's a competitive joke making game, and then you know the people in the living room are meant to vote on which punchline is the best. But you can also share that password of your live game mm-hmm. with a live audience, and then everybody can vote. So um, fun. And I thought that when Telltale was introducing this idea for Batman, yeah. uh, that it would be an entire live audience could make choices, but it would turn out it's just the people in the living room. I think it'd be really fun for live chat to make dialogue options. I think that'd be so fun. Sure. And so, like, they choose the horrible decisions, the horrible things your character is saying. Well, yeah, last week, too, you were talking about Apex with yeah. visual representation based on skill. So, mm-hmm. like, the more I win, the more I'm shown, the, my banners are shown. Like, in yeah. the game, we were talking about being up on monitors and stuff. It'd be interesting if you could monetarily benefit from this. So, if you chose to resub on Twitch while someone was playing, like, fireworks will shoot out of their backpack or something. Or, like, Jones. your name will come up this in the This is dangerous, game. Jones. No. What? What? That is a million-dollar idea. Right now. That is a million-dollar <laughs> idea. Right. So Yes, that is so risky, dude. Yeah. Like people will be donating bucks. Right. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's you actually, Kyle. You just said I think I misunderstood what you meant, but when you said that they can make dialogue options, it'd be yeah. crazy to have a game where NPCs literally get their dialogue from chat. 
<laughs> and like, if you had a disciplined chat, you could make a really cool RPG like role play. Even like a text chat. adventure. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. If I had a disciplined chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Behind the sky, so right? You have no followers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, it's time for bets. Next week's bet, we have a crazy Friday coming up. Crackdown 3, Far Cry, New Dawn, Jump Force, and Metro Exodus are... And Resident Evil 2, Ghost Survivors. No! Yes. Also Friday? Really? Yes. This Friday? Yes. No! Free. No! Free no. of charge. No. Free of charge. Woo. Are you going to be... What are you going to be doing? Streaming my first playthrough of it live on Twitch. Wait, it's Going free? in blind. Yes. It free is of charge. Free? All three? All three chapters or just yep. the first one? All of it. Blood, and I need the original 1998 okay, okay. Uh, character models. That's free, too? Yep. Come on, Oh, is that man. really? Does everybody get that? I was wondering, because I saw pictures of it, but I thought I missed it. Nice. That so, if you're not familiar with Ghost Survivors... Six playthrough, here we go. That's story DLC for Resident Evil 2. Uh, They've said it's what-if what stories, which, yep. which weirds me out. If it's like... Fiddler stuff going on, but it's we'll, we'll oh, see sure. how it plays oh, yeah. out. It Man, sounds like it's filler. It's yeah. free though. It's more yeah, reason exactly. to play. Well, That's... it's probably what if in the same sense as like the AB is different in this, where it's like mm -hmm. it just kind of like doesn't have any impact. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's pretty. It's gonna be pretty what if. Uh, uh, anyway, among those four games, which will be highest on Twitch? I realize we did two Twitches in a row. I, I'm kind of hooked on this. I think it's like. It's almost like a more meaningful guess. You know what I mean? Than like where's it gonna be on Amazon? Um. And so, yeah, we're doing Twitch again. By the way, Resident Evil 2, pretty big on Twitch. Yeah. Bigger than I expected. A lot of speedruns. So mm. fun to watch. It's a very speedrun oh, fun yeah. game. Like a lot can go wrong in that playthrough, yeah. so it's fun to... Yeah. I, I was... <laughs> Jones, I saw Resident Evil 2. I'm like, wow, this is doing really well. I clicked on a guy speedrunning, and he was just died. He's like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry, Chad. It was, like, really awkward to hop into. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kyle, say the four options again, because Resident Evil is not one of them. Right. Crackdown 3, Far Cry, New Dawn, Jump Force, Metro Exodus. Yeah. Four pretty huge games. Uh, that's a pretty momentous Friday. Jones, which will be number one, mm. and in the case of a tiebreaker, what will its margin of victory be above second place? Jump Force by 10,000. Wow. Daniel Bloodworth. Um, oh. I should have done Jump I've Force. I've got... Far Cry by 2,000. Ooh. Michael Huber. And I've got Crackdown 3 by 3,000. Okay. Oh, boy. There's just okay. too much curiosity. Okay. People are curious. I have Jump Force by 18,000. Ooh. Ian Hink. Uh, I missed the part about the margin of error, I guess, uh, but I also said Jump Force. Dang. By nothing. Ian, I, I by just, one. I bet against anime. What the hell am I doing? Ian, uh, just... <laughs> Give me a number. What's the margin of victory? Because if like Jump Force wins, wait, like wait. Oh, that's not fair. Because I, yeah, I know fair. your numbers. He, I, how about one? Yeah, it has I, to be an integer. The, the, okay. the closest to zero is one. That's fair. Yeah. So if he's in between 10k and one, yeah. if it's 499 eight, you know, Ian wins. <laughs> yeah. Let me lock those in. Do you think Crackdown has a chance? Yes, dude. It was for me between because Jump Force and Crackdown. I feel like a lot of people aren't gonna. Buy Crackdown Three. They just want to see it on yeah. Twitch. Yes, yeah. dude. We got Game Pass too, though. It's on Game Pass, but yeah. people want to see multiplayer. They want to see good people playing multiplayer, mm. and so I really None almost went Crackdown Three. Metro, Oof. or they want to hate watch it. Yeah, Metro is very. Like, I feel Metro is going to be a game following. that people want to play. Personal, rather like than Kingdom Hearts Three, private. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's personal. Yeah. 
Okay, so uh, last week's bet was about Apex Legends and where it would be at this point. Uh, it is 4.56 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, Jones, you bet that 92,500 people would be watching it yeah. live on Twitch right now. Uh, Damiani bet 180,000. Nice. Brad bet 200,000. I bet 101,000. Ian bet 114,000. We were all kind of in the same range here. Uh, Ian has brought it up. There are currently... Wow. Ian, Did I see that 620,000 right? 620,000 is yeah. what this says? 620,000. Yeah. 20, yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. Dang. Yep, they did it. Shroud alone has 171,000 viewers. <laughs> uh, next up is Twitch Rivals Apex Legends Challenge, which is 82,000. Oh, my I mean, Dr. Disrespect's gosh. got 55 right now. Also, like, uh, wait a minute. 43. Look at Ninja the next Street? two. Yep. Sorry? Look, look at the next two games and what numbers they have. Okay. Uh, but I should say that the reason, okay, League of Legends at 108, Fortnite at 97.5. Hey, nothing to, those are still great. That's, yeah, but it's just so much less. I yeah. didn't expect the spread to be that far. Uh, it is an incredible spread. Oh, but Twitch Rivals is a thing. This is an event. They got all those guys to sign on to do this. Uh, we got hosed, man. Uh, okay. It's it's like it's not. I don't want to. Hey, Apex Legends, huge. Yeah. It is intensely popular. Yeah. None of those people who are watching are bored right now. Mm -hmm. But we got hosed by a, lot, a Twitch event. Twitch so rivals event. got us. So yes. on a normal weekday afternoon, it would mm -hmm. be like two hundred. Right, right. I don't know. I think Brad would have won regardless. Okay. We should say that. But six hundred thousand is insane. That is that's. Crazy. It's like League, League of Legends tournament numbers, right? I mean, like it's just like I just, NBA basketball. <laughs> like, I just uh, <laughs> I just subtracted uh, the rivals number out of six twenty, and it's still four hundred and forty six thousand. So yeah. it's still really high. Yeah, Good Hubert, grief. NBA basketball is fair, man. Some sports we'd be so stoked to get six hundred thousand people watching. Yeah, it's it's crazy and. What I think is crazy about it, uh, Twitch Rivals isn't necessarily esports. It's kind of like on the line. We may see like a transition off of esports, off of commentators wearing suits. I don't know. This is it is truly interesting to me for this kind of thing to be happening. Um, More or l l less than a year until there is a Titan event in Apex Legends. Uh, Huber, I really think Titans are not happening in Apex Legends ever. Yeah, yeah, ever. I agree. Yeah. There might They're be not one to have a, a week week event. Maybe one just showing up on the map is like a cool Easter egg, but I don't think people are going to pilot a Titanfall Titan in that game. I'm with Kyle. Okay. Sure. Bloodworth, weigh in on this one. Yeah, Blood. I think it'll happen at some yeah, point. Me too. Ian, me too. we need you to break Ooh. the tie. Yeah. I, I said a, lo a long ago that I thought it would eventually happen. Uh, well, it's happening. Yes. But I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three it, to two, it's happening. It might be in some weird way, like you said. That gorgeous gorilla yeah. bias. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of three to two, our score is now Scrappy Little Pigs 3. Wee! And Gorgeous Gorillas 2. Before I hand off the podcast to Hubert, uh, let me tell you a little bit, bit about patreon.com slash easy allies. I said a confusing thing at the top of this podcast about people being able to watch this podcast on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday or Monday. I realize that's a lot of saying things. So here's how that works. Uh, if you uh, give $5 or more to our Patreon, you get to get this podcast on Wednesdays. That is two days early than it goes public on Fridays. Of course, you don't need to do $1 for, sorry, $5. For $1, you get a ton of stuff. You get exclusive access to exclusive shows. Like that one, this might have been confusing to you too. Jones was mentioning Cup of Jones. Yeah. What even is that? Uh, it's a show I do uh, once a week where I talk about 
business and I'll take personal questions if there's yeah. something dying to know about Our me. Business, this last, yeah, yeah, business questions about Easy Allies. This last week talked a lot about the studio mm-hmm. and um, uh, yeah, it's live. So uh, uh, it works through YouTube. So it is exclusive to patrons as a unlisted YouTube stream. Yeah. Uh, if, you're, if you're curious what we do beyond this very podcast, definitely check out patreon.com slash easy allies. See everything we do. Uh, Ian, do you have a tech update for us this week? Uh, just that, uh, yeah, the sound treatment still on the way. Uh, that light that we thought was fixed is not yet fixed. <laughs> I'm not sure why it keeps going out. They thought they had solved it, so we'll have to look into it some more. And uh, next things on the docket that we're hoping to get are some backlighting for U4. Because uh, oh. I think that'll make you just stand like out. around like our hair. Yeah, yeah, a little, little, little edge lighting. Okay. Um, I mean, these are all things like you know we spend a lot of money, um, and we just have to dole it out slowly. You know, uh, weird uh, game trailers memory. Uh, when Anton would try to set up backlighting, I was so frustrated because it's like, why? Why are we doing this? Oh, it's really important. It yeah, looks, and it, it, makes it really was. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know, like I just want to like put a camera up and like do stupid jokes. But like it is like truly important to how good an image looks. Yeah, perfectionist. I was always too. taught yeah. I, the way I was taught lighting. You know, the classic three point lighting is like light as though it's going to be black and white. You know, so like mm. you properly light everything, and then you think about the colors, um, which is interesting. You yeah. know, and we just don't have the resources yet to do it that way in here. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Michael Huber, mm-hmm. you are in Bradley Ellis's seat. Mm. He wins for me every time. Yeah, he's a good friend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have earned through Brad the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to- Michael B. Huber. Okay, let's go. Yeah, let's go one by one. I like to do one by one. Okay, uh, this is why I can't speed run. Kyle. Yeah, I realized. Yeah, yeah. I realized the speed running with uh, Damiani. Mm-hmm. My brain, that's, it's not my skill set. Do you do the, like, the mashed potatoes first and then the peas and then the chicken? I or eat like, one thing at a time. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Let's move yeah. on to the peas. You can promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. Uh, some... Body. Spoiler Body. modes. No, 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 no. Spoiler <laughs> modes. Uh, if you are an Easy Allies patron for... One dollar. One dollar or more, you can check out the spoiler modes we just did. We did a Resident Evil 2 one, mm-hmm. and a couple hours ago, we did a Kingdom Hearts 3 one. Yeah. So... It was and honestly that, very fun. Really good energy. Before that, it was Life is Strange 2, Episode 2, with Elise Willems. Uh, those were all... All of those are really great. So, just... You can get all that for a buck. How, wait, how much do I have to pay? One dollar. Oh, Okay. 100 cents. Cool. Uh, you now get the, yeah, 100 cents. Uh, final word on anything you want to disagree with, reiterate, just popped into your head. Final word, all yours right now. Dying Light is an eight. No. Oh, yes. Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> that counts. Everyone, that's canon. You can use the final word to undo an eight. So if a Dying Light is now an eight and not a six. Excuse me for my first reaction. We had a couple no. left over between us. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. part of that's fun of the game too. It's like I, I don't want you to know exactly when it's going to end. Um, and now you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Uh, we are easy allies. Got it memorized. They have like this set number of times that they have to keep sneezing.